right, guys, we are back. Episode Kobe. Episode Kobe. 24, baby. We made it. Rest in peace, Kobe. <laughs> Hopefully we don't fall out of the sky. Yeah, no, I'm not going on a plane anytime soon. <laughs> Heck no. Yeah, special guests here today for all of our audio listeners. Ashlyn, my cat, is sitting here joining us. Say hi. Say hi. Nope. She's shy. She's shy. She has had a long day of napping, eating, and running up and down the stairs. <laughs> and chasing weird objects Ghosts. I can't see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know that, what's going on with her. That is weird. But I hear her all night chasing different things. And I, I trust her. I'm sure she's fine. <laughs> My little ghost hunter. Um, but, guys, I wanted to talk about none other than a topic we haven't talked about before. The biggest marijuana bust <laughs> in history. In history? No, it's not history. It was just a really big one. In America? Or is it at a... It's just a really big one. Yeah, it's in, the, it's in California. Okay. In the Bay Area. Which I don't know what the hell that is. What's the Bay Area? Is it LA? San Francisco. San Francisco. Uh, so this was in San Francisco. <laughs> what is the Bay Area? And I want y'all to like think about some of the stats I'm going to tell y'all about it. But, so, this is, investigation has been going on for 18 months. Almost two years. They have uh, seized $10 million in cash, 500,000 marijuana plants, six tons of processed marijuana. I'm going to say that again. It's valued at $42 million, But six tons. 12, that's 1,200 pounds, right? 1,200 pounds of processed marijuana. That's so much. Yeah. That's like a house full. That's like a house full. Like, to the ceiling full. Yeah. Um, and a bunch of, we- and a bunch of weapons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to be able to protect all that. Um... So, it's the marks the largest uh, largest ever illegal growing operation in the Bay Area uh, for them. But I want to just also show you that. So, just to what? put the um, six tons into perspective, that is an African bush elephant. Um, that is three hippopotamuses. That is six white rhinoceroses. Four or five to six horses, the average delivery truck, so those Amazon trucks that pull up at your house, that is six tons. Two front wheel drive model B three ton trucks. I don't know, like obviously. And like a bunch of other stuff. Two big dolphins like orcas. Um two Freaking orcas. The president's limo, the beast, yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's also that's a towable good. RV. Two whale tongues. <laughs> that's funny. Two whale tongues. And that's well, actually it's pretty crazy that whale tongue weighs that much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Damn. I guess it's um, a big whale. But the thing that got me about this was yeah the poundage of how much marijuana that is. That's not including the plants and stuff like that. That's yeah, just yeah, processed. processed. And I wonder if that means processed in terms of, like, flour that's been trimmed or if it's, like, pressed, like, oils and extracts. Maybe. Because... I don't know. That could be even 
Dude, stuff. oil is an extract. Six yeah. tons of that is a lot. That'd be ridiculous. Um, but the uh, square footage of how big do you think this place was? Hundred thousand square footage. Five hundred thousand square feet. Yeah, I was gonna. I mean, it has. Like, Bro, that's like an Amazon warehouse size. Like, which is kind of funny because that I it's so think big puts five hundred thousand plants in one by one. Yeah. Which those are small plants. I don't know, but all I know is that like. No, I know. I that's mean, such that's, a big ass thing—a warehouse. That's like a, a that's whole. That's a full era. operation. It's a like, full operation, but like, how did no one else like? How did they not? How do you get that big for that long? Like, no one knows. That's what I don't know. I don't know. A whole warehouse big. I think it's just crazy, but yeah. This thing is five hundred thousand. It was so huge. How many ass people warehouse. do you think worked at it? Uh, so I know they arrested, I believe, one hundred and thirty-one people. <laughs> Jeez. Let me see. This is a whole Fortune 500 company. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> this is a big hit to the market. Stock market's got to go down from this one. Dude. S&P 500. There's going to be good. some people missing their, so, their pickups. Um, <laughs> this it, it was fully all automated is what they said. Very well done. They were pumping CO2 uh, into the plants to make them grow bigger and stronger is, is like what they were saying. I mean, they were just, it's just crazy. Um, but, yeah, I, I just think that's so wild that there was that much in there. That would be, um, like, how big is a 500,000 like, square foot? Literally, you know the warehouse that's on the way down, all the way down Birdneck when I head to your place? That's on the right, has a long fence. It's, like, just brand new, it's built. You, when you came here, it was on your left. When you leave, it's going to be on your right when you go down Birdneck. Um, Near old Matty Carroll's old place. Oh, you're talking? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I know what you're talking about. That place. I, I think like that. <laughs> that place is huge. That that place is an entire golf course driving range. Yeah. So I mean, it was. I think that's how big it is. Maybe even bigger. Maybe even bigger. Who knows? That's wild. They have that entire golf course too. I wish they would let me fish in that lake <laughs> or pond. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, dude, that's a lot. I would love Fuck yeah, that's a lot. to have seen it. It's ridiculous. I mean, like... What kind of lights do they got? I think those are... They might be high-pressure sodium. They don't, they're don't. they not LEDs. So they got those... That... Yeah, that might be high-pressure sodium. That... Mm-hmm. That... And then that... Oh, yeah. A two-rack system. I was going to say, the two-rack system is the way to go. These things, they had plants stacked on top of the two Hylix shelves. Like, yeah. That's the way. That's how they did it. That's how the plants were bigger, because they used their vertical space. I didn't think about that. I just think it's crazy that... I don't know that you could produce at that type of level. That's like cartel level. Dude, and you know what's sort of crazy about that? Like, that's all marijuana. Mm-hmm. Imagine mm-hmm. cocaine. Meth. Do you grow cocaine and meth like that? Well, I mean, like... Well, no, I just mean, like... what I, I guess that's where I was going with, with this, is that imagine if they were growing, like, tomatoes or cucumber or, like, whatever else they... Sunflowers. Could, yeah, like, indoors. Because you can grow most of anything, I think, nowadays, basically indoors. indoors. Yeah. But, man, like... So they're, so they're getting charged with, obviously, a whole bunch of, like, illegal stuff with all the... 
weapons, money laundering, all this cash stuff, all oh, the illegal yeah. like marijuana, but they're also getting hit with an EPA environmental thing because they were like there was a lot of waste or something was happening and they were just like dumping all of it outside. Yeah. Like in the back into the streams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was like one of the ways they got caught. I was gonna say. What was all their like dumpage and like waste out the back. Yeah. That, that they did. Um, I um know someone who you know who shall not be named who <laughs> used to when they were growing dump their like soil and like extra stuff like right next to the prison and ended up going to prison. <laughs> but it wasn't like, I don't think that's how they got caught. It was just something they always laughed about. They were always like, might end up in there one day. But, jeez. Good. What a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Oh my God. But, yeah. That's, that's, that's the news. That's the news for you. So, that is wild. When did that happen? Recently? Yeah, it was like a couple weeks ago. Jeez. It came out. I think it was right at the very end of uh, September. I'll have to like talk to my guy, see if it's going to mess up. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Shipment products not going to be coming in. But yeah, so crazy stuff just to, to see that something like that happen. Speaking of crazy stuff, Gabby. Good old Gabby. I don't know how to say Petito. Petito. Mm. They finally came out with her autopsy report that she was strangled. Strangulation. And I think it was hand, hand, physical strangulation, like by hand, like no yeah. like rope or like object strangulation type of stuff. That's just crazy. Do you think it was like? Do you think it was premeditated? What is your theories on what could be going on right now? Let's. So see. he's still at large, Brian. What, what's his last name? Laundry. Laundry. I don't know what it is. Mister Laundry. Um, but he's still at large. That means missing. I think. No, I don't think it was bad. I think it was just something that happened at the moment. He just got so pissed, or something like that happened. Like he just like snapped, and like it happened. I don't. I don't. I feel like it's not one of these things that. I don't think you plan to strangle someone, like like to kill someone in that type of way. You know, like a strangle. I I feel like I'd be surprised to read about how many how many planned murders. Or oh, like murderers kill in that way with strangling mm -hmm. unless it's that obviously that's like, like they're like especially like they're the strangler like you know like <laughs> the stratton strangler that's from the office um but yeah I, I i don't think it was like meditated like i think it was like something that happened like in the moment like he's like snapped if i had to guess gotcha that's what i think because i was like talking to somebody i think it was sarah and she was like, we were talking about how she got strangled, and I was like, how do you, like, accidentally strangle somebody? Like, not, and I don't mean, like, accidentally, like, kill them, like, whoops, I accidentally strangled you, but, like, more like you're so mad, and you're like, you know, whatever, but, like, I don't know, if I get some point, like... <laughs> You're gonna like come to your senses that you're yeah, doing you're it. You're realizing that you're grabbing really strong, like, and you're really about hard. to do what you you're can, about to do, and yeah. you just continue to do it. Yeah. Um, but know. what we were talking about, I think Sarah might have said, was like, if they had like an abusive relationship, maybe they did, or like something. something like that. Like they could be physical in that sense, and maybe you know it just went further than he thought. Yeah, dude, I can't imagine though. 
but that is that is pretty wild. I I bet it was. So we really started in Florida, and now he's in North Carolina. <laughs> the rural North Carolina is what it said. Someone you said someone saw him. That's yeah. There's been a lot of sightings saying he's in North Carolina. Hmm. Saying well, he, there's he, been people that are saying, saying that they saw him. Went up the intercoastal waterways. Is what he's been doing. He's all the way to Virginia, to Chesapeake. I was gonna say he's coming here. Intercoastal waterway comes right through here. Sarah was like, "I bet he's in Cuba." <laughs> Sarah. Well, what? because you just leave Florida and go straight down. Yeah, maybe. I guess that kind of makes sense. But yeah, the intercoastal waterway all through um, the rural parts of North Carolina that are on the Sound, that all runs up together. Oregon Inlet lets you out into the ocean. And yeah, he could do it. I could see kind of the path he's taking if he is. A lot of water. <laughs> A lot of water. A lot of water out there. But yeah, so... If you see Brian Laundrie... Did you hear that there's a, his doppelganger is found? And he had to make a t-shirt saying, I'm not Brian Laundrie. And has to wear it every single day because everyone sees him, like, like tries to grab him, like, call a cop and stuff like that. He's like, dude, I am not this guy. Like, let me see how I spell his name. Here we go. Brian Laundrie twin. But, yeah, this guy looks exactly like him. And they are, like, everyone is like, what the heck? Here he is, here he is. He's like, no, I promise, like, it's, it's not. Like, that's Brian, that's this doppelganger. And everyone's, like, blaming him. It's a little similar. The chin's a little pointed. Yeah, it's the chin or something like that, so. Yeah. Dude, you imagine if he, if he comes up here? What if he gets here? He'll probably come knocking on your door. Dude. What are you going to do? You got extra rooms. I'd probably just pay my mortgage. No, I probably just I probably just got him right there. Right, oh gosh. right in the foot. Right in the foot. Right, both feet, both hands. Okay, that seems a little sacrilegious. What do you mean, sir? <laughs> that's funny. No, I think that's how I do. Yeah, both hands, both feet, and then I'm like, all right, cool. Like, see you. One to the side. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Jeez, Christian, no. <laughs> You're the one that said it. No, I did it. You're the one that brought it up. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that way. I'm thinking both feet. You basically sat here and like made a cross with your body. No, I didn't. It's kind of weird. No. <laughs> I just thought about that. I mean, like if you shoot both both feet and then both hands, like you really can't do anything. You can't grab anything. You can't really run that that good. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you really wanted to. It would hurt, but he he's made nowhere. it this far. He might as well. He ain't going nowhere. I wonder if he'll make it on the FBI Most Wanted list. I was going to say, I wonder if they're going to be able to get him alive. He doesn't seem like the type that would. Yeah. Suicide by police. Yeah, I feel like, I think they'll get him alive. I, I don't see him, so, I don't see him, him killing himself or anything like that. I just can't wait for the documentary to come out like in a month. I guarantee there's going to be something. Guarantee there'll be a documentary about this by Christmas. Maybe. 100% guarantee it. I almost have to resolve by then. Yeah, I mean, if they get him. But I guarantee they, they catch him. If you're saying that people actually, like, think they saw him and, you know, there's been multiple yeah. reports, then it won't be long. Trust me. 
Because. There's a lot of conspiracies. They said, they said that he's hiding at his at his mom and dad's place on the bunker that they have, like under like their garden or something, because there was a, a drone video of the parents around the garden, like messing with the dirt, and they like were putting stuff like in the dirt, and they could have sworn they saw like a hand come out like the dirt and grab something and then like take it down. <laughs> it is kind of weird. Yeah. Did yeah. you see it? Yeah, I did see it. It, it, it. Obviously, it's so damn blurry. Like there's, like, <laughs> there's like no fucking. Piece it of happened to right it. here. But it does look weird. Yeah. It did look. A, it did look a little fishy, um, to me at least. But but someone could have made that up. Yeah, uh, someone could have made that one up too. But I can I can show you a video for for that one. If I can. If I can pull it up, but it's probably it's probably take a while. I'll show you after. But yeah, so I I hope I don't know. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I'm just kind of curious to see where this goes, man. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Like if uh, they get him alive and there's a trial and he's the next Ted Bundy. You think? You think he's come more than? No, I don't think he was like Ted Bunny in that way, but I got you. You know, like people like they love thought him or Ted, they hate him. Yeah, they loved him or hate him or they think they thought like maybe like, Ted Bundy was like kinda sexy or something. Like people like were like actually attracted to this Ted Bundy and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see I never saw what does Ted Ted Bundy look like? Not cute, but fucking Because who played him in Zach Efron. Yeah. He was cute then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what Ted Bundy looked like. I don't know. I don't know, but everyone always said that he was so hot and so suave. Probably was. Well. But yeah, so we'll keep you updated if we if they catch him. If they catch him. But rest or if we catch him. Rest in peace, Gabby. What's the Dude, speaking bounty? about catching about stuff right now, I was at work today. Uh-huh. I was at lunch. I walked across the street to go like, get a sandwich there, and I, and I came out. I was walking down the street coming to an intersection and a guy runs across the road like the, the intersection he's running in flip flops I'm like huh, what an idiot running in flip flops dumbass and then like 10 seconds later like two cops are running after him and they're like winded as shit <laughs> they're so tired and this cop lady goes is like she goes um I'm getting too old for this shit <laughs> like <laughs> and the other guy he was definitely like buff 50 and like he was he was even farther behind he was not doing oh good and we saw him run like and go to this point and we were just watching him I don't know why I didn't like it was me and my like, other co I don't know why we didn't run to get him but like we saw him run and then the cop car was coming at him down the street so he started walking on the sidewalk and we were and the cop car passed him missed him because then he thought it was just another guy walking turned the corner and he just kept walking and stuff finally the cops on feet caught up and look, there he is. The cop cars come and say, like, oh, shit, that was him. And we're, like, watching it. And then, like, he dips into a parking lot. Now he's around the courthouse right there in downtown um, near, near the scope. Yeah, and um, I, and then I think they hit, they went around the other side. And then Matt and I were like, all right, let's go back upstairs. Like, we're done. <laughs> but now I kind of wish I would have chased after him. That really I wonder, cool. like, what a cop would say if a civilian was trying to, like, I don't probably know. tell him to stop. Yeah, it, it, like, most uh, likely. Well, it depends. I would say they probably say <laughs> just most trip. of the time they probably say like no, like trip, like don't help just in case if they do have a weapon or something. They don't want yeah, us yeah. to get hurt. Um, 
But yeah, that was interesting to see. And then three cop cars were like we're ch- all chasing him and stuff. Uh huh. And they all went behind the courthouse and we couldn't see. But yeah, it was it was interesting, man. Dang. We had, if we think something happened at like the mall because that was the direction he was coming from. So I'm thinking something at the mall. Gotcha. That's what it had to be. He picked the wrong day to run in flip flops. I know. I was like, dude, take your flip flops off, like, and run barefoot. Like, you'll <laughs> Just run, kick them you'll off. You run yeah. so much faster barefoot than in flip flops. Eh. Depends. You're just making so much noise, like, pop, 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 pop. I was like, God damn, <laughs> dude. That's how I was making fun of him in the beginning when he ran by, and then ten seconds later, I was like, oh, shit, that was actually a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> there was a bad guy. Yeah. And you weren't even prepared. That's my first time seeing a pl- uh, police chase. <laughs> In person? Yeah. You should have recorded it. They could have put it on cops. I know. Oh, wait. I was hoping to see the camera. I'm like, I saw him, man. It was crazy. You went that way. <laughs> they canceled cops. Did they? Yeah. No, no, no. Live PD. Oh. That's what I'm thinking of. Did they cancel that? Nah, no. No, that's, still, that's the <laughs> that's one, still I believe. I, th- I think so. So, I had this thought the other day. And it was about how instant gratification could help like the younger generation or generations or whatever usually people don't say that they think they think it's gonna exactly do the opposite so why is that so the first reason is because i have to say the opposite of what most people think because i'm difficult i'm with you same here um so my justification would be and i do see some flaws in this but if you're used to like instant gratification you know social media whatever like getting what you want all the time the people like people's main argument is that you know you don't work for what you you know want anymore because you just want it given to you but my idea was more like well what if you took it the other way where like you know you want what you want now Mm -hmm. so you're gonna like work work harder (laughs) work harder for it to get it sooner or do you so think like, you're like, no, this is too hard. I can't get it. I'm done. No, I mean, I like I said, I do understand yeah. that, like, but I think at the same time, like, there's going to be people that want things now that are going to do more for it sooner. And I, I feel agree. like a lot of people our age and even a little younger, like, getting into adulthood and whatnot are, from what I think, like, hungry to you know, get what they Yeah. Definitely. want or like put themselves in a position to be in a good place in life i'd say everyone that i meet that's our age is sort of like that yeah um but i just thought it was like interesting because one like i said uh most people don't think that way and yeah. two, i was just like sitting in my computer thinking about like i don't know different businesses yeah. that people could start and i was like huh i wonder if people like think in a way that they want things now so they'll work, you know, 12 hours a day for it yeah. until they get where they want to be. Because <clears throat> I feel like that would be a good thing that could come out of it. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, I agree. But probably not realistic. I don't think, I don't think <laughs> it's I, I think it would get you what everyone's saying about the whole instant gratification. This could be not the best and kind of deter things and make it... But it'll make it easier for the people that do stuff. Yeah, it That's will. for sure. <coughs> That's a fact right there. Which is sort of why you're seeing what you're seeing now with, like, the labor market in a way. 
I don't some people. About, no? Don't you don't want to talk about work? I don't want to talk about work, man. I don't want to talk about the <laughs> damn labor market. I mean, people fucking leaving their jobs left and right, and everyone's quitting on me. Uh-oh. It's annoying. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to It's just it. lower-level jobs. Higher-level yeah. jobs are fine, but the lower-level ones, literally someone on Monday was like, yeah, like, I'm not really feeling any more peace. Huh? <laughs> they didn't show up to work. I'm like, all right. Cool. Thanks. Cool. <laughs> Damn. Sorry yeah. to hear that, boss. Yeah, but... No, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next couple of years with generations and stuff like that. Yeah, especially younger than us since we'll be getting old here soon. There's always the saying that Joe Rogan says that hard men was a hard time. Hard times create hard men. Hard men create easy times. Easy times create soft men. Yeah. Soft men create hard times. And in hard times create yeah. hard men, stuff like that. So, yep. I do like that quote. I think it's interesting. But, but yeah. So, only the future can tell. Only the future can tell. All right. So, Christian, how's the house, brother? How's the project? It's good. So, Cheryl segments for you <laughs> shout out <laughs> because you're wondering so i think the first thing she asked is if i own the house no i do not own the house my dad owns it um which i've had other people not that you are insinuating this but other people be like you know seems like you're gonna put a lot of money into this you know and you don't even own it. Yeah. Is that a good idea? And, like, obviously, like, things, like, between my dad and I or whatever good. could be, like, could get messed up one day. But, like, nah. I'm not worried about <laughs> all that, really. The other thing is, too, I think a lot of what we're going to do, we have, um, we have stuff to do it between the two of us, my dad and I. Yeah for pretty cheap some of it even free so some of the things i want to do so i tore out my deck for anyone who hasn't seen any other episodes i tore out my deck in my backyard it was a large deck it took about half of my yard um at least a third of my yard you'd say right that deck yeah um so i tore it up so that i could have room to do a row gardening in one section have a I think the dimensions are about 10 by 30 um what's called like a hoop house or caterpillar tunnel type um it's similar to like a greenhouse but it's just got plastic over so it's not as uh, insulated especially in the winter but here where we are, we don't get extremely harsh winters. Yeah, now, yeah. people living here who don't like the cold might be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it gets cold. I, well, that's funny because I was thinking when you said that. I was like, I don't know, brother. It's gone like 20 degrees before here. And that's the thing. Like, 20 degrees really isn't too, too cold in terms of if you have that one layer of insulation. Like, at night when the sun goes down, it will get chilly in there. And we've been thinking about trying to figure out ways how to heat it. Like, you can do things. I've seen people 
the concrete like walls and fill the walls with water so in the daytime the water gets heated up in the concrete yeah. wall and they paint the concrete wall black yeah and the water gets heated up and then at night that heat it's stays cool. in the water yeah. and radiates into the yeah so there's ways that you can overcome that or you can you know just straight up heat it the only thing is if you're heating it you need to have it sealed up a little better than just the plastic but um one section of the yard do that so that in the winter you can have tropical and subtropical plants in there and keep them alive and then also you know around here like some of our milder winters you could probably grow some warmer yeah climate plants it's been all 70 year round. degrees on christmas sometimes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean there's been times where i'll go surfing in the ocean at christmas and it's not yeah like boots and gloves cold yeah so Definitely. we do have days and that's the other thing that the reason that i wanted to do plastic is there's days in the winter where it gets 80 degrees yeah. and that'll fry your plants if it's a a greenhouse or something like that where it gets really warm out of nowhere and you aren't there to ventilate it or do whatever so caterpillar tunnel slash hoop house slash sort of greenhouse type deal 10 by 30 in the back along the fence then i would say that's probably about close to 15 20 feet of row garden beds about probably five and a half to six foot long spaced about a foot or so apart if that so that you can walk in between the rows um and all that i'm doing is what's called no dig gardening so in the past like even just 20 years but even a little sooner than that like 10 um there's been a lot of I would, I would call like strides in uh, like gardening and like everyone's heard now like permaculture um, and trying to make things mimic nature. So the idea behind no dig gardening is that if you're in a forest and you're looking at the ground, do you see a whole lot of grass or weeds or anything growing in the forest? Mm-mm. And a lot of people contribute that to there's not like light penetrate trading the canopy of the forest and that might be true but another thing that's happening that people don't really realize is those trees are dropping a lot of wood leaves things like that that are all composting on the forest floor and weeds and things like that don't necessarily like want to grow in that situation because they know that they probably don't have enough light and things like that so whenever you dig up your garden you introduce air to the soil which first things first creates um i think carbon dioxide because the soil is releasing carbon and it's mixing with oxygen Mm -hmm. and turning into carbon dioxide so technically you know you're creating that gas you're also introducing any diseases and like um, seeds that are in in the soil, bringing air to a lot of these things, especially bacteria and things like that, it makes them come alive. So 
And when the soil is disturbed like that, that's when you get those weeds. What those weeds are meant to do that you see, like, if you were to go into a field and you just see, like, a massive yeah. amount of weeds, they're there to repair the soil because there's nothing there. Yeah, there's nothing there, so they're trying to repair it and grow something out of it. So that's why, like, in the f spring... And in the fall, you get a lot of those seeds being spread around through wind and things like that because they're trying to basically repopulate themselves. But with the no dig, you're putting compost down. It mimics the forest floor, if you will. Yeah. And you don't get the very many weeds. weeds. Yeah. And plants, if you know anything about gardening, compost is basically just straight fertilizer. Yeah. Um, so you plant straight into it. You don't have to fertilize your plants really unless that that round cylinder you got at your place right is that compost yeah 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 so i just do like table scrap composting but that compost isn't really ever going to be in like i will never be able to self-sustain the amount of compost i'm going to need so um i use black cow um poo poo yeah <laughs> it's in cow manure basically but like when you when you handle it, it just feels like dirt. Yeah. Because um, it's completely composted. So, like I said, one section of row gardening like that. And then on the other side of the yard, I would like to eventually have um, trees, fruit trees. I don't know how many exactly. I'd like to have, I think, like 12 different trees between my back and front yard. Um, and I think I could probably fit three maybe four in my front yard comfortably and then the rest uh if i could do 12 if i can't do 12 it's not that big a deal the idea about 12 was to do a tree that would harvest every month every so month. that you have consistent fruit, fruit. Yeah. all year long that makes sense um i also haven't done enough research to say if that's even feasible. possible here yeah is that feasible um but as you know like apples Harvest in October, like, November October, sometimes. So you already got kind of your fall, like, into winter mm -hmm. done. The hardest part is finding Peaches, the ones that... Right? Yeah, the ones that harvest, like, in December. Like, if... I don't know if anything harvests in December or January around here. So I'd have to... Fruit-wise, I'd have to look into that. But that whole area probably won't just be full fruit trees. I'll probably have another area of row bed gardening. But... What I want to do is, with those row beds, is make them standardized so that I can have, let's say I'm growing lettuce in something, and lettuce is a low plant, so it's more susceptible to like things like bugs and stuff bugs. crawling yeah. in them. You could have these little wires that you have a stack of, let's say they're six foot long beds, you have six different... Uh, wire hoops that you stick in the ground every about foot and you have a measured out piece of cloth that's fit for every single bed already rolled up and pre-organized and you can just grab a handful yeah. of these things and a cloth and you can do every single bed in the garden yeah and you can do it for whatever plants need it or don't need it yeah and it's something you don't even have to think about you just this is how it is this is what i do um that's one thing that is good about the standardized beds the other thing that it allows you to do is sort of make a, I mean, you can do this whether you have standardized beds or not, but you can make a schedule for, like around here, we have 
probably close to eight months out of the year that you can grow things outside without any sort of greenhouse or anything, you might just need to be a little bit careful about, like, frost at certain times. Yeah. And that's what that cloth can literally help you immensely in terms of just frost because it'll collect the frost, yeah, it's not the plants. on the cloth, yeah. Um, which is better than it being on the leaves because basically yeah. what happens is it freezes their cells and kills them, and then they can't transpire and receive sun because the cells have been... It's like if you got frostbite. Yeah. Um, but you can make a schedule and plan out, okay, so in this bed for the first three months from March, April, May, I'll have lettuce. Mm -hmm. Once that lettuce harvests, then the next three months. So what you'll do is you'll put more compost down after you harvest, and then you can grow tomatoes in that bed from, you know, May to October. And then you can turn that same bed, put a little bit more compost down if you feel it's needed, um, into more lettuce because yeah. you're back in the lettuce season and you can grow perpetually for as long as you Forever. continue to put seeds in the ground and what I'd like to do is and I'm going to check and make sure that I'm answering any of the questions she had but I'd like to be able to get to a point where I can grow for myself um, my parents so myself and Sarah my parents and maybe a handful of other friends or family that would like to have like a weekly veg box or fruit if like if I have fruit down the road and make it so that people don't need to go to the grocery store for at least produce yeah you might need to go for meats or like you know grains or things like that if I don't you know I yeah. don't know Rice. a whole lot about all that um but I think it would be a, a really cool way to... It's something that I enjoy. And it's something that, obviously, I can do at my house. Yeah. And uh, make even just a little bit of money at. It'd be... Pretty good. Yeah, it'd be awesome. I mean, even if I don't make any money doing it, I'm still going to do it. And I'll give all my <laughs> stuff away, if that's how it has yeah. to be. But if I can get it down to a point where... You know, I have people who want things, and I can, you know, be consistent in a weekly box, then I think that would be awesome. But what I was talking to Benton about was whether or not people, whether there's a, would be a need for people who want to grow, even at their own house, and sort of setting them up. Yeah. And if I have my backyard, you know, maybe they don't want their whole backyard to be like how yeah, mine's gonna yeah, be of course yeah but a little tiny section area but yeah if they wanted a section where they could have like the row gardening or they just want like a little 10 by 10 hoop house so that they can keep yeah. things over winter or they don't know anything about gardening and they just want someone to grow them food at their house so that they can just go out and pick it whenever they want yeah um even moving into something like that uh would be something that i think would be awesome and like we were talking about with the pot indoors, people, you know, like people who can grow like that, like they could grow tomatoes yeah. or cucumbers or peppers or whatever. And you could, mm. I mean, I, you hear a lot, especially last year with the uh, lockdowns, how there was going to be like food shortages and things like that. And it like 
feel like that almost blows my mind because if you could get, you know, this is an extreme number, but if you could get more than half of America to grow even a little bit of food at their own house, I mean, there would be... You shut the farmers down. <laughs> you would honestly, you might be able to put the farmers out of business in terms of like. Well, I don't want to do that. Specialized. Calm down. No, I mean, Calm I'm down. not saying that's what you want to do, but my peanuts, all right. Well, we're still gonna need Jif peanut butter, so we'll need your peanut farm. Um, but yeah, people can grow a lot more of their own food than I think they even realize. With very, and that's the other thing about this no dig. It's very little um, input in terms of, you know, if you have the irrigation set up, you don't have to worry about watering. That'll be on a timer. The only thing you'd have to worry about per se would be if it rains like it does here sometimes for a week straight and never, the sun never comes out for some reason. Um, Make sure your irrigation isn't going off too because your plants are going to be plenty happy with all the water they're getting from they would be drowning. The extreme rain that we get from time to time. Um, weeds, like I said, that's yeah. not really a thing. That's weeds, a, bugs, stuff like that. If it does... Yeah. And that's, the thing about bugs and disease that I was talking about whenever you till and dig is that... I think I've said this to you before, but plants don't get disease and pests yeah, without them. Yeah, when they're healthy. Like, healthy plants don't get that. And that seems like a common like sense thing to say. Like, obviously, healthy plants don't get that. But it all starts with your soil. Basically, all you're doing is, for the last however long, people have been trying to tend to their plants. Yeah. When they need to be tending to the soil. And everything else will come after that. Um, so, no weeds. Little disease. And... Obviously, you can't control pests like if a deer is coming through. Yeah. Um, your soil is not going to have anything to do with that. Deer's going to see a nice little meal and do whatever you're going to need. Either permanent or some sort of structure to keep them out. Yeah. But, I mean, what are the other things that people complain about with gardening? It's hard work. I mean, planting a couple yeah. of things and making sure that your irrigation waters it. I mean, it's... I don't know if I can put this on here like in terms of the video itself but did you see my snapchat story this is my lettuce i have a couple of mushrooms but i have a it's probably about four and a half or five feet by about three feet full of lettuce yeah so i have on each side mescaline mix which is basically like um i believe arugula and other like uh more spicy lettuces lettuce side <laughs> lettuces lettuces um, <laughs> lettuces um and then romaine mm-hmm. head lettuce red salad bowl and red sails uh and then butter crunch and that little like i said whatever it is three and a half by five and a half I pulled enough lettuce off of it already and meanwhile I planted this stuff I bought it from a nursery and then planted it in my garden so it was already started about yay big uh, 
four or five weeks ago, if that, and I've already gave my parents like a gallon plastic bag full. Sarah and I have probably pulled off about two or three gallons mm. uh, plastic bags full. Like she's gotten a couple of salads out of it. I've gotten a couple of salads out of it. And that video that I just showed you, I think was after I pulled all that stuff off. And oh, there's wow. still more on yeah, there. Yeah, there's still a lot. Um, and that's and just a little... A tomatoes and some of that too. Yeah, the so. tomatoes are going crazy. I can't wait until next year whenever I have it set up how I want it. Yeah. Because tomatoes you can grow, as you've seen, really tall. Mm -hmm. And if you grow them off of one central leader... So just like one stem that just goes mm. as high as it wants and not let them do what I did where they get all big and sprawled yeah. out. You cut off all the branches, basically. I mean, it, you can grow them like 10 foot tall. And the tomato like vines, I'll show you a video after this, but it's insane some of these videos and pictures you see of the amount of tomatoes yeah, that you can get. Oh, no, you have a lot. Um, and then what else? And then the rest of the little area in the backyard is just going to be um, like a little outdoor entertainment type space. Uh, I'm going to have a shed in the middle that I would like to somehow make in a shed and sort of combined with like an outdoor bar where you could get behind the bar easy enough and have like enough little seating there and I have my grill out there and whatnot so and then then it's just getting the front yard with a couple of trees and mm -hmm. maybe small like blueberry or something like that type of yeah. plants my front yard doesn't get as much sun as the backyard but I think it gets enough to do some something so. yeah but let's see while I'm wrapping this up. I just want to make sure that I got all of her questions here. So we got, she said, does he own the house? We touched on that. Uh, the land itself, how, I think it's about, if I had to like guesstimate, pure guesstimate, 35 to 40 by 65. Uh, yeah. And it's pretty square. Um, so. She's about right. And that's feet. So I don't know. I mean, it's not massive. But the good thing about my backyard is that even if I fill my entire backyard up with stuff, I still have a patch of grass behind my backyard that's as big as my backyard. So... I could use that for like, I mean, you could set up croquet back there, yeah, or like, you, you could set up a volleyball net, you could, any games you can think of, like cornhole, corn like yeah, yeah. testicle toss, can, yeah, can jam, <laughs> can jam, whatever yeah. you want, um, which is nice because it allows me to be able to fill my backyard basically to the brim and still have extra the open space, yeah, yeah, open space in the back. Uh, that is true, I didn't think about that. So basically, my backyard in my vision will have zero grass not a lick of grass yeah everything will be some sort of produce yeah i don't want to have to run a lawnmower through like anything or weed eat or whatever yeah. so i'll have to keep you updated with pictures and uh 
Yeah. Pictures and videos, Cheryl. For real. For real. If you have Snapchat, hit me up. She I'll add you. Does. I'll add you to my. I have like a story. That's all about my backyard gardening. Um, did she ask these questions as well? I think so. Okay. One of the next ones, still from Cheryl and Jeff, uh, are what are three items on your bucket list? Oh, God, I have no idea. You've already done a lot of stuff. Yeah, I don't. don't, (laughs) Benton's done it all. I don't know. I'm kind of. I'm kind of done. Like I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. What's up, bud? You talk. Yeah. Ashton, saying hi. Say hi. Um, I would say on my bucket list, it's probably gonna have to do a lot with surfing. (laughs) I would like to surf and catch a nice barrel. At Pipeline. A standing barrel. A standing barrel. And get pictures of proof. Hell yeah, <laughs> I'll be taking this picture. Don't worry. Um, and if I can combine two into one, I want to do that there and uh, Chopu at Tahiti. Uh, that's a pretty insane wave. It's basically like the Tahitian Pipeline. Yeah. Um, that. Um, I think mine's good to get Hawaii. I was going to say, like, live in Hawaii. <laughs> and the Outer Banks. Yeah. Dude. Uh, I don't know. A bucket list? So, like, I've never jumped out of a plane, but I don't think that's something that I, like, care about. Like, what are typical things people put on their bucket list? Like, go visit go, all 50 states. Yeah, go do these things or see these things or, I don't know, something like that. I don't really, I don't really have anything on my bucket list. I would say... Go to LA. Make it to 30. Make it to 30? Yeah. Make it to 30 if I can. Go to Hawaii. Go to LA. That's three. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I would say mine would be, if you can generalize it a little, surf some epic breaks, live in Hawaii and Hatteras. Um, become a billionaire become a billionaire that's on my bucket list slight work and turn my backyard into a backyard garden (laughs) yeah no see yeah I don't really have a I've never really had a bucket list it's not really yeah I've never really thought too much about it either I wouldn't mind going back to Iceland I really wouldn't mind going back there I I would like that feel like a bucket list sometimes uh for some people is something that like will never happen yeah something they can like dream towards um, but billionaire <laughs> but win the uh, lottery a lot of the stuff that like you were saying like it's pretty tangible. you sort of do a lot of the stuff that you would want to do on a bucket list yeah i feel like I, I, it's attainable stuff i could do it yeah um other question she asked though was if you could be part of a TV show family what family now are we talking reality or are we talking about made up TV reality the Kardashians you gotta be going with the Kardashians (laughs) we gotta be going Kim K all the way I'm definitely hanging with Scott all damn day because that guy's funny as hell 
Oh my gosh. He just roasts everyone on there. I freaking love it. He has the best little like five minute roast video of like really? all the episodes. You're not seeing it? Mm-hmm. I'll show it to you after. It's great. Yeah. Definitely Kim K. If I'm gonna do made up I don't know why, but I just thought about like The Simpsons. Nah, like if I'm I've never get... even watched The Simpsons, so like yeah. I don't even know. I just imagine Benton as a little yellow guy. <laughs> I would say if I had to be a part of a family in a TV show and it was not reality, it'd be Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That'd be so great. Um, family? I don't know. Modern family. That's a good family. Um, damn, yeah, I don't know what. Uh,. That 70s show? I don't know. I kind of liked them for some reason. Eric's family? It, really. Maybe Donna's family? I don't know. I kind of would have been fun. I was trying to think, like, is there a TV show about surfing? No. Uh, um, yeah. Blue Crush. Hawaii 5 Is that a TV show? Blue Crush. Blue Rush. I don't know. Is that a movie? Maybe sure. a movie, actually. There's a Hawaii, Hawaii, Hawaii family TV show. CSI, CSI uh, Maui. Hawaii. Hawaii, <laughs> CSI <yeah>. Maui. <laughs> CSI Honolulu. Yeah, something like that. I mean, that's. I think that's. I don't think I there's go. like. A, is there a family in that though? No, I don't know either. Sarah would want me to say that I would want to be like part of the Salvatore family from Empire uh, Diaries. No, I'd be part of the originals. The originals? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Damn, I, mean, I didn't even think about that. Maybe I'll be part of um, Gossip Girl family, Chuck Bass's family. <laughs> the big, rich, famous, powerful people. Oh, Chuck out of Bass. banks. Out of banks. I could be part of John B's family. <laughs> <laughs> Me and John B. There it is. That's what John I'm picking. B. John B. I'm going to be in the Outer Banks, not where it was filmed, in Hatteras, where they want to say it was filmed, and me and John B. are going surfing every day and finding treasure. Yeah. I don't really know. I don't really think I... John B. will have his Sarah. I'll have my Sarah. It'll be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. I like that. But I'm definitely going Kim K. Kim K. Kim K. We're gonna be a lawyer. Benton Kardashian. Yeah, she. Um, there's like a. Apparently, there's like the bar test. Yeah. There's like, actually, like two tests. There's like a. There's like an entry level bar test that you have to take, to then, take the actual real one if you don't go through law school. Mm-hmm. And, Kim has already failed the entry one twice and apparently it's not really good if you fail the third time like some like bad things happen or something like that oh really yeah wow so good luck on the third one Kim (laughs) (laughs) that's interesting because I know Virginia is a state I believe like California where you don't anyone can take the bar if they pass and they're a lawyer because I thought about because there's at the courthouse or near the courthouse there's a a library for law. Oh, really? Yeah, a library of law that you can... It's open, I believe, to the public unless there's different rules now because of COVID. Anyone can go in and, like, study the books and things like that, and you could technically, from what I understand, learn enough in that library to pass the bar to Yep, California does not require a law degree as prerequisite for taking bar exams. She plans to take the California bar exam in 2022. 
<laughs> there we go. There we go, baby. So, I hope she's doing good. I hope she can do it. It'd be badass. Get it together. That uh, would be pretty funny. I wonder where her going fee is for her life. Oh my gosh, a million dollars. One million dollars. It's a million dollars, and, and if we win, it's two million. If we lose, it's a million. <laughs> if we lose, it's ten million. If we win, it's ten million. <laughs> That's funny. Mm. But yeah, um, you want to grab a card? I think it's up on the top, top shelf. Yeah. There. Come to the end of the episode. Oh my gosh. Look what you did. You bent the cards, man. What Once. the hell? What the hell, brother? Aggressive. Is that from the right side? Yeah. Oh, which language would you uh, like to speak fluently? Mm. I would do... I mean... I feel like Spanish is probably the most, like, reasonable, like, universal one yeah. to learn. It'd be the most handy. But... Maybe just for shits and giggles, I would learn... I don't know. What would I learn? Russian? Italian? The two languages that, like, I'm stuck between are... Chinese and Spanish. Oh, Chinese and Spanish. I mean, the Chinese would be. Good. There's so many different dialects, though. I know. But it would be probably the Mandarin, I guess. That'd yeah. Be, I think that's the most common one. But. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm my 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 choice is Spanish. I choose Spanish because it's gonna be the most practical and most useful. Outside of English, something like universal. Yeah, I've. I've always wanted to learn Spanish since I've been to Spanish-speaking countries. Like, yeah. I don't know why, but I feel like I've sort of always been drawn to, like... I've always thought that Spanish-speaking countries and Spanish culture and Spanish people are... So, sorry, it's not... It's, it's Mandarin. So, English is number one. Number two is Mandarin. Chinese. Um, what is this a list for? Most spoken languages oh, okay. in the world. Number three, Hindi. Yeah. Number four, Spanish, then French, then Arabic. Because you gotta think, like, China's huge. Yeah. China's a lot of people. How many, there's how so many people are in China? There's so many different dialects, though. Yeah, but... If the majority... Like so the population of China is 1.4 bill. So let's say 1 billion people, and the point four. Hundred million people speak random dialects. One billion people speak Mandarin. Obviously, everyone speaks English because Americans don't feel like learning anyone else's language, so they're all gonna learn ours. See, why would we? We're the fucking best. <laughs> and Spanish or Hindi? Hindu is be, or yeah, Hindi. Uh, Hindi, Hindu. Hindi is Hindi. Indi uh, is India. India. Yeah, yeah, and they have a large population as well. Yeah, they're like they're like a billion. And then Spanish is because there's so many. Like there's all there's all of South America. All South America, all Central. You got Spain, yeah. like and stuff. So I mean, I just think Spanish though. Yes, you. I know you're saying yeah. Number wise, there's that many people, but I think Spanish. With just location. Like, yeah, for us. Like, for us, with, obviously, all through America, all through South America, and stuff like that, where, like, 
India and you know Hindi is just gonna be mainly like in that area. Yeah, yeah. China's yeah. just gonna be mainly in that area, where Spanish is gonna be like more spread out, kind of like yeah. all over the place. Unless they try to bring that area of China over to this area of America. Yeah, when they take over, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, It'd be good to know how to say. Might as well learn how to speak Korean when Kim Jong takes over. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah. Good out, Uni. If he takes over, there's not going to be nothing left of the world. Yeah, he might, I think he's just going to blow it up. <laughs> Restart. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. I think Spanish would be dope. It, I think I'm going with Spanish. I really do that. I'm so jealous. There's this one guy. His name is Shama. He's on YouTube. He speaks like 20 different languages. He, he's our age. Yeah. And all he does is just practices like on the weekends how to. Like he just learned some like tribal language. Like he spent like a week just reading it and listening to it and stuff. And then he went to this, like, very, like, this, like, one shop in New York. <laughs> what is my cat doing? Uh, this one shop. In, yeah, this one shop in, in New York that speaks it. And it went in there and started speaking the language to them. And the, all these, it's just a little white guy. And everyone's like, what the freak is going on? Like, That's how funny. are you talking? Like, how do you know this? He was like, oh, like, I just studied it. Like, for how long? How about a week? That's the thing. Like, I don't know any other languages. I'm you know, taking Latin and Spanish, but I wouldn't consider myself anywhere near able to talk or even read any of it at this point. But <clears throat> when you learn a different language, you learn something about language itself. Yeah. And by the time you get to where this guy is at, like, 20 languages... Yeah, it's easy for him to pick up on, like, basic stuff like that. Like, yeah, the, like... A lot of it coincides all within each other, and it's all kind of universal in a way, and... And, like, what I was saying, too, is that he knows so much in general just about language that it does, like you're saying, help him just from having the knowledge of other languages, which is something that... It's really interesting. So much. He knows all these different dialects of, of Chinese. Jeez. Um, like, he, oh, it's just insane. He knows it. And uh, Hindi, he probably knows all, like, all Russian. Like, he knows it all. If you guys want to see him on the podcast, leave a comment. Did I wish? He lives in New York. He's our age. I, we can bring I think. that podcast to New York. His name's Shama. <laughs> Shama. How many followers or how many subscribers? Dude, he's been. I, when he's I big. listen, I hear you guys. Oh, that's nice. an original fan. Really quickly, I'm just gonna let you know. When I started listening, to I him. am an original. So when I first found him, he was at three hundred thousand, and now <laughs> he's in three hundred thousand. There's people that are like at yeah. fifty thousand. Yeah. Anyway, and that and, and when he was at three hundred thousand, that's when I found him, and now he's at. 4.15 million. Dang. Yeah. There you go. So, it, his last video, or one of his videos, is white guy, white guy learns Korean in 24 hours. Jeez. And then he goes to, like, Korean town and sort of speaks, speaks to everyone, like, all the, sh like, local vendors and shop people trying to sell them stuff, and he, oh, it's great. I'll show you the videos. Alright. Cool, cool. But yeah. But yeah, that, uh... That about, that about does it for this episode. Shout out, Kobe. 24. Appreciate you. Everything you did. Mumba. 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 Setting the way for us. 
but yeah, let us always know, like I said, get questions y'all have. Uh, and we'll be back next week. Peace.